Hello, and welcome back to Melody Machines, a podcast for uncovering the music within everyday noises. I'm Tyler Suarez, and thanks for listening. I I keep trying to come up with cool, quirky ways to introduce these episodes, but truthfully, they're meant for anyone who wants to listen, and wants to differently. We recently lost power for like six days due to a tropical storm, and and while in that time with no connection, no power, no Wi-Fi, it, it was kind of hard considering how much we rely on it for our sanity as modern-day people, but with that feeling of disconnection came this greater connection to nature, at least for me. I mention this because the first night trying to go to sleep with no show on Netflix or any cold air from an air conditioner, I laid with my beautiful girlfriend in my arms, and the world was silent. Well, obviously I didn't hear it as silence, and, and not the world, the, the, modern, the modern world, the industrialized world, was unplugged for a few days, and it amplified the natural world at least from our open window, uh, an open window to get any air in we could. I heard crickets and the rustle from the wind, and I woke up to the sound of birds chirping and the neighborhood dogs barking at the morning joggers. I mentioned birds in the first episode, but today we will go a little more in detail. Birds are absolutely incredible. Most sing better than trained opera singers. That may sound like an over-exaggeration, but there's actually weight to that claim. Let's listen to this recording of an opera singer warming up. Now, Let's listen to a bird. <laughs> Actually, those were both birds. Those were both the same recording. The first recording was the sound of the second recording, but slowed down to a pace that the human ear mistakenly recognizes it as its own. It was released as part of Peter Zoke's 1987 Hungarian recording, The Unknown Music of Birds, where he recorded many birds and slowed down their pitches to reveal to us what's truly underneath. It, it just goes by so fast for our ears to process it. But that, at the core, uh, birds are, are really singing. L- let's hear the two of them together so your brain can kind of juxtapose them. It's incredible. Perhaps the techniques of opera singing were really truly inspired by birdsong. As as humans, we intuitively understand birds to be our musical teachers. Bernie Krauss, a pioneering electronic musician and natural soundscape bioacoustic expert, revealed how insects and birds and mammals 
all evolved to fit unique spots in the audio spectrum. He, he describes how a healthy environment has animals and insects taking up low, medium, and high frequency bands in exactly the same way as a symphony does with instruments. Everyone knows their place, evolutionarily, and if one tacits or doesn't show up to practice, the whole symphony changes, and that's usually for the worst. Changes in the audio spectrum in turn mean changes in the environment. Species dying out due to industrialization or deforestation, extinction or emergence, survival of the fittest. I wonder if Darwin ever thought to listen. Outside the window is the biggest free admission orchestra that no one actively listens to. And countless works of music are inspired by bird and forest song. I would argue that the natural world can be our cultural teacher. And this is a fun thought because as an educator, you like to think that you aren't special, or at least I do. I instead like to think that I'm encouraging. I, I encourage people to listen. There are teachers everywhere without degrees or blazers and button downs. We can all learn something from everything. And this kind of draws me to a defiant point made by one of my favorite composers, John Cage. Cage's point, specifically with his piece, 4 minutes and 33 seconds, is that there's no such thing as true silence. Even in the most silent environments, we still hear and feel sound. The world is alive with musical expression. And John Cage wasn't instructing musicians or people to mine the soundscapes of every day for sonic textures to then turn into music. He was saying that on its own, the environment, the world, is musically generative. That, that it's generous, that it's fertile, and we are already immersed in it. So we, we need to use the environment as a teacher. We, we need to to kind of look at everything as an opportunity to learn something. But I'm not saying drop out of college and have birds be your professors, but you could take a summer course. <laughs> you can be a part-time soundscape examiner, and you can add it to your life resume. Like I mentioned before, Bernie Krause, I would say, is the boss of this job. He has made some remarkable discoveries. I would highly recommend checking out his TED Talk, The Voice of the Natural World, which I linked in the references for this episode on the Melody Machine's Instagram. He explains his philosophy and, and does it so elegantly that in, instead of repeating all of his words, I, I just want to let you listen for yourself. It's only about 15 minutes, and it's very informative like all TED Talks, but I, I do just want to take a key point out of his talk that I think will help you in contextualizing this episode in the track I created. He explains in the talk that every soundscape that springs from a wild habitat generates its own unique signature that comes from three basic sources. The first is geophony, or the non-biological sounds that occur in a habitat. So 
the wind in the trees, the water in the stream, the, the waves crashing at an ocean shore, the, or the movement of the earth. The second of these is biophony, and that's the sound that's generated by all these organisms in a given habitat at one time and in one place. So the chirps, the howls, the buzzes and all. And the third is the sound that we humans generate, and that's called anthropony. One powerful thing he says is that, and I quote, some of it is controlled, like music or theater, but most of it is chaotic and incoherent, which some of us refer to as noise. There it is, a bioacoustics expert saying what I've been saying for five episodes now and for 21 years. We refer to it as chaotic or incoherent or, or pay no mind, but just like Krauss shows when you start to pay mind to it, you can see the complexities within it and, and how our environment is shaped around these sounds. So in tackling the track for this episode, I simply let nature speak to me and speak for itself. And I know that kind of sounds a little bit corny, but I, I did this by sampling some nature around me while also taking some samples from Peter Zoke's The Unknown Music of Birds, which we talked about earlier in the episode. And it's, it's really cool because at some points they sound like vocals, and at other points they kind of sound like flutes, uh, but they're all just sounds of birds. So um, in the mindset of them sounding like flutes, I wanted to pair them with a nice brass section. And again, I did use actual musical instruments in this track, but I really only use them to complement and, and mimic some of the themes within the samples of the birds. I mean, I could have done the whole track just birds, but I feel like adding the music along with the everyday noises really transcends the, the point and the, the feeling that comes across in the tracks. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening to this on. And follow the podcast on Instagram at Melody Machines Pod. And without further ado, the next track is entitled Birds. <laughs>